The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. Captain Sean Holmes. And I'm your first officer, Brian Massey. Today, we review episode 14. The Conscience of the King. Yeah, yes. Overacting ensues, but we'll find that out. Engage! Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Prime Directive. Welcome on board. So today what? we have episode 14, The Conscience of the King. Um, and during that intro, I think I uh, forgot what the title is, but I uh, but that long pause served me well. I because because yeah. I because uh, like halfway through I forgot, and then I started to remember as like I as I inhaled, but I was just like, you know what? This this will go hold towards it. towards hold, hold it. it. This will hold go towards it. like the theme of this episode, which is acting, <laughs> tremendous acting talent. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> tremendous. It's gonna be, that's going to be a huge tremendous theme this being episode. a word that is loosely used. Um, <laughs> it's like loose leaf. <laughs> Um, uh, how you how you doing today, Brian? I'm doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? Oh, good. Um, you know, um, everything's uh doing good. I have a new shirt. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's uh thanks thanks to Colin. Thank you, Colin. He gave me the shirt. It says the Washington Red Shirts. Nice. And it's got like a yeah. He's got like it's little, got the engineering badge. Got the on engineering there. badge. It's yeah. it's it's great. For us, so for once, I'm you know I'm a captain wearing well, a red shirt, which is kind of weird. Well, I, I think it's kind of interesting too that they kept the Washington Redskins uh, font for Washington, but then they went with the Star Trek font for red shirts. Yes. So it's like, oh, okay. That threw me off for a second. I was like, two different fonts. What the fuck? Oh, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were a Ravens fan, dude. Oh, oh, Wait, <laughs> wrong. You know what? Wrong podcast. Well, like the the, the, the thing is, it insults. Um. It 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 casually insults the redskins okay well if you if you find me one that insults the raiders then by all means please let me know i'll 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 see if i can find something thank you yeah probably the tuscan raiders wow that's probably a shirt that's floating around there out there on the internet anyway uh our news today uh star trek discovery um it's delay because they're pushing it way back uh on the on the scale here because it's taking the executive producers are like this is gonna take a little bit more time to get ready than our other shows, mm-hmm. and uh, CBS is like, okay, well we're gonna kind of move our plans around. So, um, how about The Good Wife? 
Wait, I'm sorry. No. What the fuck? So, wait, you're telling me oh, that... Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's a still untitled spinoff to The Good Wife. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah. Thanks? Like, yeah, it's still, it's like that, still that, that untitled is, spinoff. CBS, let me just be very, you know, curt with you. Um, <clears throat> okay, I the last time I watched anything on CBS, period, was... Well, actually, that's that's a lie because I watched the final episode of Letterman. But right. the last time I actively watched something was um, either Craig Kilborn or no, not Craig Kilborn, um, Craig Ferguson and Survivor, because they have a habit of showing these crime dramas that nobody gives two shits about. Okay, now I know who, can, dude, I do not give two shits about NCIS. I really don't. Like I don't know and. This is just gonna. This is not gonna. This is not gonna float. Yeah. It's like. I mean. Oh well, you know, you should really sign up because we have a spinoff of the, the Good Wife. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> no, fuck you. we're signing up because you have Star Trek. That's that. That's the. That's literally. <laughs> that's the your only, only bargaining that's chip. Literally the only reason why I would give two shits about so, CBS. So I, I like because I would see their their subscription services diving yeah. down. A tremendous amount for after after this announcement. Yeah, like you, you know what they need if they're not able to get like a Star Trek off the ground soon. Okay, like let let's get a little more into this first before we talk about that. But um, so so basically they're they're being delayed. How how long are they delaying it? Um, it doesn't didn't really say oh, in the Jesus article. Jesus Christ. Okay, but they're, I, I'm assuming it's probably going to be a month. Yeah, because so, usually usually um, average average scroll delay. Scroll up a little bit, please. Okay, yeah. so it's saying here, uh, Bill Carroll of Cats TV states, Star Trek has a very targeted and loyal audience. Uh, it was an opportunity to reach that audience and have them go over and sample CBS All Access. Not that there isn't an audience for a spinoff of The Good Wife, but that's potentially a different audience. That is the understatement of the day. Um, it is a different and far narrow audience. Among women 25 to 54, the final season of The Good Wife ranked 54th out of all 2015-2016 broadcast series. Blah, 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 blah. Um, okay. You know what CBS really needs if they're going to start this off right? They need something like Stranger Things. They need they, Obviously, they're not going to be able to get Star Trek off the ground if this is what I'm reading correctly. But they need something like Stranger Things. They need yeah. like that poll. They need that like one really big series for anybody to even begin to give a shit about their streaming service. Because nobody's going to give two fucks about this. Until Star Trek's up there, I really I don't think anyone does. No one, uh, no one really gives a crap. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's six it's six dollars a month. That, um, that's a burger at McDonald's, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Netflix is yeah, it's nine ninety nine, but there's so much fucking there, more. There's so much more. Hulu's got some good stuff too. Why would I give two shits about this? And then like, and and CBS is like, well. You know, we're, we're trying. They're trying to steer demographics among women uh, twenty-five uh-huh. to fifty-four for the final season of Good Wife, and then, and, and it's like, well, if we looked uh, looked at the film here, um, Star Trek Beyond, um, it was uh, July. It was 59 percent male, uh, right? Ages thir- thir- thirteen and thirty-four. I'm like, you know, <laughs> Star Trek fans are Star Trek fans, right? I'm like your demographics and and everything this there is, is not going to you know you're not going to be 
prepared. Your servers are not going to be prepared for the onslaught of Star Trek fans coming over uh-huh. to see everything. Okay, so let's let's see here. So they so they they say well, they they have said um, that by 2020 they anticipate having four million subscribers for CBS All Access. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's laughable. And I'm just like, what? You are you are tripping less. Which was Netflix has has four forty seven million. Yeah, U.S. just in U.S. Okay, wow, this is kind of interesting. I didn't see this. Okay, yeah. check this out. It says here, while CBS has laid out an initial plan to add four original series a, le- a year, Netflix had by last month pre- premiered or ordered 71 original scripted series, according to FX Network's research. Now, that obviously means stuff like, um, oh, what's that one? Uh, that obviously means Marvel. That obviously means Stranger Things. But it also means, like, a lot of other crap that's really not, you know, down uh, you know up my alley but netflix clearly you know here's the thing okay reading all this trying to make a cohesive any kind of statement whatsoever about whatever the fuck they're trying to do which doesn't (laughs) seem much i don't know what they're trying to do right now cbs all access is standing in the valley of two giants and if it's if it's not careful it is going to just wash away like that because this is already seeming like a bad idea when the one thing that you are literally resting your laurels on goes out the window because they have to work on it more. That's that's not a good sign. That's that's really bad. It's real. It's really not a good sign at all. Um, and it's just bet me, it's like they're trying to lure subscribers in. Um, bet me anything. I, I but they need to pick up. Here's the thing. They need to pick up another sci-fi show. Yes. To, so. To like to, okay. to bring in that audience, so so once you we'll bring you in with with this sci-fi thing, and then we you know you know we have this sci-fi thing, like this, Star Trek. We know okay. we have Star Trek, but but you have to learn it in with an original sci-fi series that to has lure to be, them in. That has to be filmed. Or CBS already- right now is is for the everyday. Um, um like American sit still that still sits and watches TV. On appointment television. Yeah. There's, I mean, the people that usually have it on DVR, they're obviously going to be watching Survivor. Yes. Only because it was or after Big a game. Brother. Or Big Brother. Only because it was after a game. Right. The football's the biggest thing they have going right now. Mm. So, I, it's... it's well, I, I will I will argue that, you know, the late show, the late, late show with James Corden's doing pretty good. I'd, ar- I'd actually argue that it's doing better than Colbert, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, um, you might, might be right about that. Um, which is kind of sad, to be perfectly honest with you. But anyways, um, let's go ahead and just discuss real fast. Um, if CBS is actually going to make this ship float and, you know, actually get anywhere with it. Right. Um, you know, before we go to the commercial break, uh, wh- what would you like to see CBS bring? Because obviously you stated, let, let's, let's make that just a brief topic. Let's talk about what you would pitch to CBS because, you know, in the interim of them getting Star Trek off the ground, what would you pitch to them? What's something that you would want to do? Um, or what's something that you would like to see done if well, you can't do it yourself? Well, obviously, they, like, they, have the, they have the good wife, so their female audience is, is locked. And yeah. I'm ta- I'm ta- I, yeah, well, it, you know, as a male, yeah. Yeah, I, I, as a male I'll, 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 I'll say people talk about women talk about it, and then they, they, just, they just watch it. Okay, right. they, they watch a lot of these a lot of these shows that mm-hmm. 
I consider to be crap, but I'm like, if you watch it and you enjoy it, fucking go for it. More power to you. Yeah. So, that said, bringing if you want to bring the male audience towards you, you're gonna have to get give something like action mm-hmm. and like suspense, something that's gonna really like something very similar to Twenty Four, hmm. but it like secret agent stuff. Yeah, really needs to happen. Something like Burn Notice. Burn Notice was amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I just finished watching the entire thing. Oh yeah, and it's it's really it's it's seven seven seasons long. When you're a spy, <laughs> when when you're a spy, <laughs> my name is Michael Weston. <laughs> hey, there, Mike, have a beer. Hey, Mike, have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, but um, yeah, no, I um, I'm trying to think what would I like because that's that. They probably wouldn't give two shits about anything that I would I would be interested in whatsoever, and vice versa. But um, fuck, let me think. You know what's you know what what if they did something? Because you know how, like you know how in Letterman, um, the Foo Fighters were just a fucking darling, right? They like he loved Dave Grohl. He loved having them on the show all the time. Right. Okay, you need something cheap. You need something ready to go like that, and you need something, like, now. Yeah. Why don't you do a, like, reality show documentary kind of thing where David Letterman goes on the road with the Foo Fighters for, like, a month or so and, like, just films the whole thing, and, like, you cut up episodes of that. That, So, like, it's behind the scenes. That's fucking great. And the interview spices, like, you know, it's like a reality show. Mm Mm-hmm. It's great. It's like, you know, day-to-day life of, like, you know, what's it like, you know, living, you know, as Dave Grohl, like, um, you know... I don't know, just, you know, slice of life shit like that, because obviously... I got, I got the name. I got the name. Oh, yeah? Growling with the punches. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and, and don't lift up the mic stand. I would really appreciate Sorry. that. Yeah. Um, Put it down. That or... Thank you. That or fighting foo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Um, fighting yeah, foo. Fi- fighting foo sounds good. Fighting foo at Letterman U. <laughs> fighting foo. Fighting foo with Letterman. Yeah. <laughs> I get the fight foo. <laughs> um growling down the hill. Growling down the hill. <laughs> oh man. Cuz well, like he's he's over 40. We're so. going to go ahead and take a commercial yeah. break. And that's if that's okay with you. That's fine with me. Hi. Hi. We'll be right back with Prime Directive on listener supported NPR. See you soon. This episode is brought to you by Audible.com, home of thousands of audiobooks. Click through the link in the episode description below and receive two free audiobooks of your choice. We at the studio recommend Ready Player One, as narrated by Star Trek alumni Will Wheaton. That's two free audiobooks from Audible.com. Click the link now. Hello, I'm your Captain Sean Holmes. And First Officer Brian Massey. Brian and I do a bi-weekly podcast called The Prime Directive. Our mission is to explore every episode of Star Trek ever. Join us as we boldly go where no podcaster has gone before. Check it out on castwavestudios.com or go directly to the source at soundcloud.com slash castwave hyphen studios. The Prime Directive. Live long and podcast. Hey everyone, today's show is brought to you by Castwave Studios' Amazon page. Help our tiny, poor studio and save money at the same time. All you gotta do is go to castwavestudios.com slash Amazon. Learn it, book.
bookmarker love it that's castwavestudios.com slash amazon Sean is motioning me for to stretch it out <laughs> no <laughs> I refuse well welcome back to prime directive I mean, whoa, what was that? What, was what that? the hell? What the hell was that? Whoa. Hmm. I'm sorry, sir. Hmm. Wait a minute. Oh, Colin, Colin is here. Colin, you're playing sound effects again. It, it, it reminds me of old times. Yeah, you're a pink, pink, pinky man. Pinky. I know, but I'm do, not. There's nothing. There's nothing. Nothing coming out. There's nothing. Maybe now? Maybe now? Oh, there we go. Are, are we boldly going nowhere? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, ref- I refuse. I, I refuse. <laughs> so anyway, uh, today's episode, we're going to review con- the Shit. conscience of the king. The conscience of the king. With oh. acting and plenty of stuff. So I'm going to let James T. Kirk kind of interest in here. Captain's log, stardate 2817.6. Starship Enterprise diverted from scheduled course. Purpose? To confirm discovery by Dr. Thomas Slayton of an extraordinary new synthetic food which would totally end the threat of famine on Signia Minor, a nearby Earth colony. Wow. A, a, a food synthesis that could, you know, end world, hun- like end universal hunger. That that that'd be that'd be that'd be amazing. I'm already on board. I, I bet you are. I'm so on board. He's so on board. Yeah. Does anybody else remember when Spoonie said, like, if he, if I ever got that, I'd just be ordering like <laughs> dollar tacos from Jack in the Box and fucking like Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. If, yeah, we ever got our hands on the star on the Star uh, Trek? Uh, what is it? The Star Trek food replicator. Oh, yeah, the replicator. You, you'd be like, let me get a couple of McDoubles with French fries on top of them, please. <laughs> oh my gosh! So uh, this episode was uh, it was uh, very brilliant. Very ac- it was brilliant. It's very, very. It's a lot of uh, there's acting. Yeah, loads and loads of acting. So you know, and I thought Star Trek: The Next Generation were whores for Shakespeare. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then you only I know. And then you Ugh. and then you watch this and you find out no, you know, they're just continuing the tradition apparently. <laughs> nope. <laughs> in fact, they're in fact they're playing it kind of tame <laughs> compared to this shit. <laughs> good yeah. good god. It was um <laughs> is I'm not It was gonna, it was interesting. I'm not um, going to lie. I'm not going to lie before we even get into scoring or anything like that. Initially, I just want to say that this was one of the better episodes that we've seen so far, at least what I think. And we'll get into that, but honestly, like, there was just, there was a lot going on this episode. Like, you know, like, intrigue and, you know, murder, possibly. Intrigue. Murder. Mm, Yes. I mean, this episode did have its moments. um, Like, Kirk, not sure if uh, our... uh, like this, this horrible Hitler esque uh, criminal was really hiding behind the visage of this actor. Mm-hmm. Is it just me, or like, like Kirk's going really hard for the poon in this episode? Kirk's going really hard for the he, poon. He is. He but is. Like, he is but, pimping. Yeah, but then, but then, as soon as you know, 
Irish stereotype. <laughs> as soon as his life is put in danger, it's like, nope, the poon hunt is over. <laughs> Irish, like that's, Irish stereotype. I, I, I like that. That's a good name for Riley. I mean, that, that, yeah, that's what I was referring to. <laughs> all Riley, all Riley. I'll take you home. And then, um, <laughs> well, you know what's interesting is that while Kirk was, again, like, just eyes all on the poon, right? Just fucking poon. Yeah, is it just me, or is Kirk just starting to make more and more of a habit of getting his ass almost, like, fired from being captain of the right. Enterprise? This is, like, the second episode in a row where he's done that. Yeah. Well, Spock was, like, fucking intense in this episode, like, at the beginning, at least. Like, he was, like, straight up, like, yo, do you know about this fucking guy? Have you heard the shit about this guy? Like, he's done this, he's done that, he fucking, he fucked my mother, he fucked your mother, fuck this guy, this fucking dude. And, like, and I'll go, you know, obviously, like, obviously spoilers, but, but it turns out it wasn't even him. Well, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, let's just go ahead and go through the topics. All right. So, uh, next is uh, well, the first topic. First topic, engineering. engineering. You know, that is really getting annoying. Um, so, uh, this will be for special effects mm-hmm. and uh, stuff like that. Makeups usually uh, well, crowded into here, as well as uh, sets, uh, screen, uh, you know, set design. Which is which is interesting because we can kind of like inception it because not only it's a do we set on a set it's a set on a set okay I yeah yeah the set on the set was was okay <laughs> it's it's kind of boxy like look like, look like a high school play it was it was good for a high school production of Macbeth <laughs> high school and then they were not in high school God bless them they tried <laughs> <laughs> they, they they tried their damnedest hey at least it's better than the fucking you know ship without a back wall that fucking clint howard had in the last episode yeah <laughs> <laughs> let me show you my room this is it <laughs> there, there 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 you go um i'm thinking i i, I kind of you know i i thought the set design was okay so i'm yeah. giving i'm giving about a seven what do you guys think I'm, I'm giving a seven as well only because um well technically they're in the engineering room um so there's that i don't know um you see a lot of different <laughs> you see a lot of different um stuff going on but nothing that necessarily requires like special effects like super hardcore yeah i mean but like, but, I, to, but like, like the, the thing is like i'm kind of making this category a little bit more broad than special effects yes so I'm, so I'm, there may you know makeup set design is in there as well let me let me just argue something <laughs> the person who poisoned riley Used a fucking water bottle. I mean, a water bottle, like a fucking squirt <laughs> he, bottle. He used a fucking squirt bottle. It's like, it was, it was like, it was like, like, did he just put fucking Windex like, in my drink? He's like fucking spraying a cat. It's like, no, bad, <laughs> no, bad Riley. But, but the bad hand, Riley. like, the hand slowly creeps into the frame and went tss, tss, and just came back out. <laughs> no, it was just one straight squirt. It was just like. Boop. <laughs> okay, there, then, there's, then, there's your there's your Windex, and here's the funny thing. And what was Makes it? it super sick. Wasn't any sort of like super poison. What was it? Fucking lubricant, <laughs> right. like Lu- lubrizol or something like that. It's a high grade industrial lubricant used on the ship. Could have been an accident. No, it's in milk, and he was the only one there. Come on, Bones, get get your shit together. Was was there a spill? Was there a spill of lube? <laughs> Did you see this spill was of Zulu lube anywhere near there? <laughs> All right, next is the bridge. Anyways. 
Next Sorry. The, oh, let me move on. Next is the bridge, which is acting. <laughs> acting. Which, which uh, the, acting. the greatest actor of all time. Like, oh yeah. So. <laughs> oh, Randy. <laughs> Randy. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So. so some of the special guests that we have on this episode: Arnold Moss as Caridian and Barbara Anderson as Lenore. 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 Wait. So okay. So who 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 played Caridian? Uh, Arnold Moss, who is like. It, it's like older Christopher Lee, but in the '60s, which was right. weird. Discount, discount Christopher Lee. <laughs> like no, like fucking like like older Christopher Lee, but like when yeah, Christopher yeah, Lee was I, in I his prime, it was yeah. fucking weird, dude. Yeah, I, I get you. Anyway, you know what? I will say this much: the story. I'm gonna say this is probably one of the more compelling stories I've I've seen thus they're, far they're, in TOS. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it, we're, we're talking like old school genocide. Mm-hmm. Kirk's one of the very few witnesses, but even he's like, nope, he's dead. Totally dead. I mean... De- definitely, definitely dead. Definitely dead. Definitely dead. Not to mention, you weave in Macbeth into the whole narrative, <laughs> and it's like, there's so much shit going... Like, honestly, there was so much intrigue. Like, it, this could have been like a Batman Is this episode. a dagger I see before me? <laughs> this there was dagger. so much shit just going on. Like, yeah. it was awesome. I mean, like, this is probably, A, one of the best acted stories I've seen thus far. Oh, and yeah. B, definitely one of the better written stories. Out of, if this is out of 30, right, Sean? Yeah. I give this a 27. I give okay. it, I almost I, give this a 30. I, um, I was going to say, I, I'm, 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 I was, I was going to give it like a, like a 25. Like, like, here's my thing. Like, out of everybody on this show, because you, you're very used, you're, you're, let me just argue, you, you're very used to Shatner. You're very used to Leonard. You're very used to, like, how things tend to work. And then this Arnold Mosk guy comes in, and, like, he just brings it up another level. Like, honestly, he's he's fucking legit. Like, I, granted, granted, there were times when it seemed really hammed up. Yeah. What? They has the colon, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, there's times it was really hammy. Um, it was very, yes. it was very just acting. Now, but that's the now, thing. The added the added bonus of that is that he was the the Arnold Moss dude, the Caridian. Caridian was supposed to be an actor. Actor. Which, yeah, but 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 he. <laughs> all right, so I gave it. So I so even back just, just quick notes here. I gave it twenty seven. Sean gave it twenty five. Brian, what were you giving it? I give it a thirty. Brian's it, giving it a perfect score. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I, actually, I give it. A I give it a twenty. So so where that was this got twenty eight. I knock off he, a no, point. Twenty nine. I knock off a point and give it a twenty nine only because Lenore. Is fucking like she's all right in the beginning of this episode, but as soon yeah. as like you see her start to go like crazy and like she's almost doing a German accent, but not, and she's like, I, "What the fuck did she? What, what was she doing?" I, dude? Did, I had no idea. She was. She was. No, for, father, father, no! Like, <laughs> I will avenge you, father, and like she starts. What yonder light window print? <laughs> no, she was very yeah. Uh, she was kind of full of it. All right, so I guess we agree twenty nine out of thirty on the uh, the bridge. Nice. So let's move on to sick bay. Please state the nature okay. of the medical emergency. This this gets this gets a half wow sheet, and I, I'll I'll tell you why. Because okay. because Wait, O'Reilly almost died. Okay. Our the character Brian and I care about. Yes, almost died. So it gets. <laughs> It, so it, it's a half. It gets a half well she. First and foremost, that was more like three fourths of it. Second of all, fuck you. Play that whole thing four thousand more times for all the people that died on that planet. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna keep on going. With Actually, this. now that I think about it, now that you, now now if you if you bring that back up, so you got four thousand dead people on the colony. You got seven people. Seven dead people for the And then you have an attempted murder. Two attempted murders. <laughs> are, are you really gonna play that like four thousand and nine times? Please don't. I I don't have the sanity. For oh that. God, no! Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, uh, so I'm, I'm assuming we're giving this a 10. I mean, yeah. Give it an 11. <laughs> Our first 11 out of 10? 11, 11 out of 10. Fuckers died, dude. Let's do it. Die. 11, <laughs> like, 11 out of 10. It gives an extra point. <laughs> you sick All right. fuck. All right, next. Um, Hello. We have the captain's log. I'm just so lonely. Oh, oh it's it, it, the fucked up thing is it's so obvious. It's so never has this since we started I'm doing. I'm just this. so lonely. <laughs> it is so it is so poignant for this episode because like literally like Kirk goes down on the planet and he finds you know. He finds this chick who turns out to be the daughter of, you know, the actor, blah, blah, blah. And he, like, immediately just zeroes in on her, and he's just, like, throwing on the charm like a fucking hot dog on the grill. <laughs> like, seriously, <laughs> he's, dude. He's, he's really just like, oh, he's, he's hello. Just like hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> like, straight up, like, you know, he takes her into this artificial light room or whatever, and he's just like, we try to, <laughs> we try to replicate the circadian rhythm oh, of yes. home, and she's like, circadian. <laughs> Yes. Tell me about the Earth girls on your planet. Mm. I'd like you to tell me a little more about yourself first. I'm like you, sly motherfucker. You just you just <laughs> oozing charisma. This entire thing, He's aren't you? Oozing charisma. Ooh, oozing charisma, baby. The girl. The girl. Mm. I gotta watch Slapshot again, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, um, mm. uh, great movie, by the way. But um, <laughs> uh, no, this is definitely. <laughs> It's funny because you would think in such a hammed up episode as this was plotting out to be, yeah, you'd think you get more like hamminess out of Kirk. Not so much. He's he was, actually subdued in this episode. Mm-hmm. He's he's actually really like you know on point. Mm-hmm. Just let me work for a little food now. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's yeah. While we're on the subject, mm-hmm. let's talk also while we're talking captains as someone who is an acting captain at times. Let's talk about Spock for just a second as well. Yeah. Because here's the thing about Spock in this episode. Spock really just kind of takes it upon himself to go, okay, Kirk's not telling me what's going on. What the fuck's going on? And he really starts diving into shit like Sherlock almost. And I'd say he, I'd almost say that he did a better job at trying to figure out what the mystery was than Kirk did. Because Kirk was distracted by, again, Poon. Whereas Spock was like talking in the hallway with Bones going like, dude, I've got this information. I've got this. I've got that. What the fuck's going on? Oh, I love it. It's it's Spock is Sherlock and Bones is his is his uh yeah um fuck what's Watson. His, thank you yeah his Doctor Watson. Oh my God, they're both doctors. It fits. Mm. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. One is like hyper logical and like super intellectual, and the other one, yeah, that, yeah. We 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 need. <laughs> we need sure Spock, dude. Yeah, <laughs> we need sure Spock. We we, we do. We and do. And Doctor Bones, most definitely. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So that's just. All right. So all right. So Captain's Log out of ten. What are we giving Kirk in this one? I'm giving Kirk a six out of ten, and I'm giving Spock a nine out of ten. All right. Um, well, okay. So technically, so well, we have to grade them together, don't we? Just because so technically, then, okay. So then Kirk gets a three out of five, and Spock gets a four out of five. No, no, no. I mean, it's not a separate category. We have to grade them both as a unit. As uh, a unit. As a unit. And there's one score, Brian. It's yeah. only one score for. So if we got to do it Captain's that way, I'll nog. go. I'll go. It's out of ten. I go eight out of ten. I'll go seven. So mm. Brian's going seven. And I'm the only reason eight, it's that high is because Sean, what are you going with? Uh, I'm going uh, nine out of ten, so we can keep it at eight. Keep it at eight. All right. Yep. All right. Battle stations. Action! 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 Oh, sorry, uh, I didn't. I didn't have uh, the red alert sign. That's all right. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> um, a lot of action in this one, actually. Uh, spoiler alert: Kirk's friend dies. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> oh no, Vel. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, not not oh, two faces. Oh, oh! I made no. I made the I made the joke. I made the joke. Not <laughs> because he had no. like this black. <laughs> no. Oh no! no. What? What? It's my show. All right, fine. it's my so, show. Hey, all right. Oh no, Velvet Two Face. <laughs> no, I, I said I said you know I never thought I'd say this, but for a guy who wears blackface, <laughs> pulled it off pretty well. Although it wasn't black, I thought it was a part more, of his face. Was I thought black. it was well, no, no. I thought it was a more dark blue. Brian, you're all uncomfortable. <laughs> oh no, Velvet Two Face. Velvet Two Face. That's what he looked like. He did. He he looked like one side of an IKEA couch. It's like someone went to a Joanne's and just half-assed hot glued it onto his face. Now, now what? What I have to ask since we're Duh. on the sub, since we're on the subject, <laughs> like, does he like wrap that up all the time, or does he like plug it in? Like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> it looks like it plugs into his eye and then snaps I'm not onto quite the sure. back. Snaps onto the back of his ears. Yeah. No, it's, he's gonna he's gonna unhook it, charge it every night, then plug it back in, like like your CPAP. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh god. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'm giving it um, action. Well, you know what? Now that seven. I think about it, I mean, well, are we really considering the action? Why just, are my you know, headphones so high all of a sudden? Oh uh, no! You turned up the wrong one. That was the one on the end. All right, there we go. That that's better? mine. That's mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. That's good. It's good. It's good. All right. All right. Oh, now, now I can hear it. Jesus. Oh, yay. Oh, good. You can actually hear the show that you're producing. Yes. <laughs> God forbid. Oh, God. I got to turn everyone down. Oh, good. Oh, God. This, oh. Is, yeah. Yeah, this is much better. Jeez. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. Cheese and rice. Cheese and rice. Anyway. All right. So, I mean, action on this one. Uh, what would we classify as action in this episode? I mean. Well, let's see. A bomb almost went off in the form of a, you know, overheated phaser. Mm, um, which was like not even that well hidden. I want to point out. Yeah. Huh. Oh, look! It's in the vent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Better not put it down the garbage chute. Like never. Ne- it's not even like blocked up. It's just like, oh, look! I can see it through the red plexiglass. <laughs> Jesus. And they yeah. didn't even bother to lock it. God damn it! Wow. Then again, then again, as we find out, it's not really the uh, the most adept criminal we're right we're dealing with here. But we'll get we'll get to that momentarily. So As, action um, out of ten, I give it a seven. Yeah, it's, seven. A, it's it's average. I give it a five because there's really not much in the. It, so, it's it's seven, more it's more seven, dialogue than yeah. it. It's, it's five. It's, it's a very dialogue so, heavy episode. Call it six and a half or six. Call six. it six. Mm-hmm. All right, six. All right. 
So, transporter room travel. Um, oh, yeah, wait, wait. I got, I, I got a... Oh, you got, got some for this. Yeah, I got some. Well, it's inside out. I heard that. It turned inside out? And it exploded. It, and exploded. Mm. <laughs> and it exploded. And it exploded. His drink's on him. Um, <laughs> um, transporter room, so travel... Did they do much traveling in this episode? I mean, they um, yes, they, they did. Went, they went to oh, the they colony. Did. They went to the, yeah. They went to the planet. They they went to the colony, and then they were in space. In space. Well, Flying Kirk around. went down to the planet, went up to the ship, went down to the planet, came back up again, and then they started heading towards. Oh, but you can only really count that once. Well, it's the same planet. Uh, so they went there. They were well. They started out. They started out in space. Then went to the planet. Then he beamed down to the planet. Then came back up. Then went back down. Then came up. Can we also so talk about three separate places? Can I we, think that's fine. Can we, I, can we talk about traveling across the ship then, like just to kind of figure that no, out? Because no, 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 no. Nine. Engineering sick bay. <laughs> captain's room. <laughs> this captain's room. I, I, I think by, the captain's log. I was gonna say. I think by travel, I think it's like other places they're going. Right. But again, they still went to a couple different places. So I six seven. I I'm fine six with either right. six. Yeah. Six. You want to go with six? Six. Six, six of ten. Fine. Six no. of ten. All right. So now aliens or bad guys or mm. the or the villains of this. One. I'm mm, good. Mm. Put some on your head. That's the that's the that guy theme now. Yeah. Oh, nice. Love it. Love it. Mm, out of good. Put some on your head. Thank you, thank you, Chris. Your tongue and slapping brains out trying to get tongue to and slapping brains out trying to get through it. Uh, uh, he would make a great, he'd make a great uh, Vulcan, Chris Walken. Hello, hey, did you try this pie? Mm, good. Let me Put tell you. Put some on your head. I'm <laughs> a Vulcan. I don't show emotion. Let me tell you about the trials. Panfire. Panfire. <laughs> the, the boy and what blood. it does to your fingers the, blood. the lust is literally bubbling out of my body <laughs> oh my god wow wow can i we... transcended i transcended can, can we cut that and use that as a clip on the show from now on yes thank you that yes. was amazing <laughs> yeah um so so now, about the, now you, you you heard her here there's about 38 minutes and 13 about about 38 minutes in Colin does like this really good <laughs> walk-in impersonation. <laughs> Jesus, my stomach—it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, oh my gosh! Oh, that. that anyway, air. a captain. No, but okay. On the so. bridge. <laughs> <laughs> All hands on deck. <laughs> my my deck. <laughs> my jack. My jack. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> I definitely love the villains in this. I mean, like this this uh, Kodos character is built up as this almost like, Hitler esque. Yeah, I mean, tyrant. I, yeah, I hate, and I hate making that you know comparison, but he really is. It's all about the genocide and just how evil this man is. People are dying, so you automatically point to it being Kodos, which yeah. is which is interesting because they kind of do this weird juxtaposition of him being this you know very eloquent, very well worded actor who can you know beautifully you know do a do a scene from Macbeth of all things which is a, a fucking hard production to do by the way and dry yeah <laughs> so it's like you know yeah you, you you almost it, it's it's almost weird to envision this guy as like well mm, this guy I need some butter and jam it's so dry <laughs> so mm, so dry can I, I, watch just, him, can I, I just I just I just can't bear to eat it just me throw it down here <laughs> quick 
Oh, come look at it go around and go around and, and oh, wait for it, wait for it. There you there go. go. And it exploded. <laughs> and it exploded. Well, it's inside out. I heard that. It turned inside out. And it exploded. There you and, go. Yeah. But so, <laughs> and I, I don't want to give away the the reveal at the end. Yeah. But the swerve on that. Like when when he like con- when Kirk confronts him and he's more of a frail old man, truly repentant of what he's done, mm-hmm. but never outright admitting that it's like, oh yeah, I totally did it. Yeah, never never outrights just straight and up not admit- apologizing for what he did. Yeah. So he's like the ends totally justified the means. It, it's almost as if you know in this conversation he's not looking for forgiveness. He's just you know really at this point accepting what he's. Done. All right, Sean's Sean's given a. Uh, uh, He's giving a okay. He's he's switching back. What in the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Sean's all right. Sean's giving it a fourteen out of twenty. Brian, what are you giving it? I'm giving it a. Um, I almost want to give it a. I was like, oh my god, am I having a stroke or is it literally just reflecting back like between those numbers? Yeah. I know. I was I was fucking with you. Okay. I want to. I want to give this a sixteen almost because um. Even all right. So sixteen. These are. They, here. I'm gonna. I'm honestly gonna give it the sixteen because now, now here's here's. Here's my reasoning for this. Uh-huh. Um, first and foremost, you know, these guys are not... Honestly, whenever I talk Star Trek in a circle of people, you almost never really hear about these villains. You know what I mean? Because it's always Klingons. It's always... Well, to be blah, fair, blah, blah. You, do hear, you do hear about Kodos. Yeah. But mostly in parody through The Simpsons. Right. Fair enough. Well, um, honestly, I think that these are some of the more intriguing, like one-off villains. Oh yeah, no, totally. Like I that we've come across so far. Like honestly, these guys right here, like way more interesting than Charlie X. <laughs> you know. Well, to be fair, anything's more fucking interesting wanna, than Charlie X. I want to stay, stay, <laughs> stay. Oh, um, yeah. Fart clouds, Jesus Christ. Right. Blech. Blech. The um yeah it's these guys are not not only are they like really sly about what they're doing and it's almost like discussing what but like but but, but, but what you were saying Brian uh well I, you might have to cut that out but um <laughs> no, I'm not I never edit these episodes they go immediately up they go immediately up Brian come on man Brian you, you, you got you got you got a pad and you got you got you got to think mm. you got you got to always be talking. Right. Uh, Colin, what was the score, by the way? All right. A total out of 100, ladies and gentlemen, we have our second out of how many at this point? 15? 14? 14 episodes? Uh-huh. Yeah. 14 episodes. We have our only second B grade. What? 80, 80 out of 100. Yeah. What? That scores an 80 out of 100. A oh. B, a B minus. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Like it these, is. Like these guys say, the show has to go on. That show. Well, I mean, uh, after the menagerie, you know, this... you, know you could have picked a, a different time to tell me that. You know, the show must go on. The show must go on. Yeah, there if you, go. If, if you've watched, if you've watched the episode, you'll get it. You'll get it. But no, I honestly, Sean, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this as someone who's not a uh, who enjoys Star Trek, but is not say, and as avid a viewer as say you are, Brian. Yeah. After, after watching the two-part clip show, 
that was the menagerie. <laughs> right? It, it almost oh. felt like this was like, okay, you sat through that. Thank you. This, Here's something good to this watch. This was Gene Roddenberry okay. apologizing right. to everyone might, else. Might I pull the curtain back here real quick on on, uh, on Prime Directive? Uh, we, I lost, uh, per usual Prime Directive, it wouldn't be the show if I didn't lose a couple of them throughout the week. So the worst episode we ever lost was part one of the menagerie and what that's why like if you ever listen back and you're like why is that episode so goddamn short and crazy is because we're just like we're tired of it we're tired of watching the pilot because yeah it's like at this point it's just like like you watch the pilot, you go what ten episodes, and then it's like, hey, guess what? You're watching the pilot again for another two episodes. There's only so much that man should be allowed to take. Only so much. Oh my gosh. And I, I for one refuse. And I swear to God, if any more episodes revert back to that pilot, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. Well, um. You've been listening to the Prime Directive. Uh, go to castwaystudios.com slash Amazon and uh, go shop. That's probably the only plug I have at this point. But oh, actually, uh, I, if I may plug something. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, for those of you not aware, Castwave Studios' flagship show, Boldly Going Nowhere, has actually been accepted into the DC Podcast Festival. Oh, get out of town. In the first week. Yeah, it's uh, November uh, we're still waiting on details just because they're trying to finalize the headlining act. Uh, but we've been invited to participate, and so we will be there. And we hope you'll be there, too. It's at the Wonder Bread Factory in Washington, D.C. The Wonder Bread Factory? I, I'm not even joking. That is an actual thing. Oh, my God. The Wonder Bread yeah. Factory. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill up on bread. Quite I, I, literally. I'd fill up on bread. Okay, I, I, I got to say this, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, I thought that we were going to have to stop the show for a second because I just was on Facebook and it said, oh, look, Tommy Chong died. And I was like, what the fuck? Turns out it was a hoax. Thank God. But I was so close to stopping this episode for a second and being like, guys, we got to talk because <laughs> what the fuck? So thank God he's still alive. Oh, but, my Jesus Lord. Christ. All right. Anyways. I mean, seriously, 2016. What the hell? What the fuck? 2016. Um. So, um... Actually, one other thing I want to mention on the vein of death and science fiction. Uh-huh. So there's, a, uh, there's an article uh, from Polygon.com. We're not going to go much into it, but it literally is captioned, Nathan Fillion doesn't want Firefly to continue, and neither should we. It's time to move on. Um... Yeah. What? But you know what? Fucking That's, what? Huh, I was going to say, but you know what? That's a story for another time. That's a it story is. for another show, I think. Also true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. So what, what we're trying to we, say is we'll talk about that on Boldly Going Nowhere this coming Saturday. Yeah, maybe. 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 Whatever. If you're, if you're good. All right. <laughs> for my first officer, Brian Massey, mm-hmm. and Rando Redshirt Colin. Hmm. I'm your Captain Sean Holmes, signing off. Good evening, everyone. First star on the right, straight on to morning. <laughs>